tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Welcome back, After Buzzers. Back to After Buzz TV. We are here doing Manhattan episode. Behold the Lord High Executioner. Very exciting episode. I'm your host, Marissa Serafini. You can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. Joining me, I have. Hey guys, I'm Alina Vision. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Alina Vision. Excellent. We have a great episode to talk about. Behold the Lord High Executioner. Funny enough, I did research. Thank the Lord. Because <laughs> um, we know the whole musical play that Meeks' character is in the Mikado, that's actually the character he plays, right. Lord High Executioner, mm-hmm. hence the name of the episode. <laughs> really quickly, what were your overall thoughts of this episode? I actually really liked this episode. I liked yeah. the fact that it was all about kind of the espionage that's going on, yeah. uh, especially with Meeks. It was very heavy on the Meeks situation. Um, you know, I love it when they do the science stuff. I'm okay with it when they do, like, the whole relationship and whatnot. But the mm-hmm. espionage, I think that's really cool. I like this. I think it's good, too, because we still didn't really get the answers. And it, right. and it showed the audience just all the suspense and buildup. We've known, the audience known for some time now, since the end of season one. Right. And now it's kind of like catching up to Meeks' character. We'll definitely get into Meeks. But I, yes, I loved how they showed the tension and the actual, how it affects him emotionally, physically. It's, mm-hmm. it was, I really liked how deep they went into it. And we didn't really get the full conclusion to it I yet know, either. I know. So. Oh, cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, we'll get into Meeks, but let's get into Darrow. Okay. Darrow's such an interesting character. Do you, at this point, we've seen a few episodes of mm-hmm. Darrow now, do you like his character? Have you made a good judgment? Do you think he's good? Think he's bad? I mean, personally, I'm not a huge fan of his, um, okay. but I think he's good for uh, the show. And just kind of showing another side to the whole Los Alamos thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's he's an interesting character to say the least. I don't think, like, he's not a spy. I don't think any of that. But I definitely think he takes on kind of the whole searching for communists, searching for spies, like the whole McCarthy era mm-hmm. type thing. That's the vibe I get from him. Yeah, he's yeah. Like the the quiet, silent warrior that, like... Yeah. Don't take your eyes off him. And I, I liked his... He brings an interesting perspective, especially to Les Alamos, mm-hmm. fully surrounded by scientists who are always against religion. And we, every single episode, he has a religious reference, right. which that establishes his character. And I think it's interesting. He brings that type of perspective and how to look at a situ- certain situation. Um, and we get him with Abby. Abby making trying to make repentance for being... Well, <laughs> for opening her mouth again. Yes, I don't know. <laughs> for the you know, the woman who killed herself, who was right. Oppenheimer's 
I'm completely mistress. Blind. Mistress. Yes. Uh, you know, she wants to be repentant about it. What do you think of this whole situation? Do you find it surprising that Abby pretty much confessed? I found it surprising that she confessed. Like, when she did it, I was like, what are you doing? Right. <laughs> you know, you're going to Dara, who now is probably going to do some research and find out that this woman was a communist and literally in bed with Oppenheimer. Yeah. Um, but, you know, she's trying to confess and find some sort of redemption, and she thinks that that's the reason why she lost her baby. And she's just, you know, it's Abby off in her own kind of little world. So, I don't know. What did you think of it? I think it's interesting how Abby is talking to Darrow instead of her own husband right. first. Mm-hmm. She should ideally go to Charlie because that seems a way more intimate situation. Why go to Darrow of all people? Right. Um, especially he's the one that has connections. And she pretty much confessed to maybe a secondhand, I don't know, murder. Mur- exactly. Even though the you know character killed herself. But maybe she had a hand in that. I mean, and she's pretty much confessing to a murder in a way, Mm -hmm. um, if you see it in that way. And I'm like, what could Dare do with that information? Exactly. He's he's so high up in the hill. He's like, you wanted a way out of a Los Alamos. You got it. Exactly. (laughs) He's going to kick you out. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So I think it's really interesting she went to Darrow first instead of Charlie. But what do you think of the Charlie Abbey and what Charlie... Um, said to Abby, com- a different perspective from Darrow. Right. Completely different perspective. And we didn't see too much of Charlie interacting with Abby in this episode. But in that short amount of time... It's hard to start Charlie yeah, exactly. It was just like two scenes, I think, possibly. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but in that scene with her, uh, you know, I think he was coming to it from, like, a scientific perspective. Like, you didn't kill her. The lady was already, you know, sick and... She was mentally, mentally unstable. unstable. exactly. Um, so that's not why we lost the baby. You know, all of that. Um, so I thought it was a different dynamic, definitely, from her and Daro. And I think that's just how they are. It's just, that's their relationship. And just the such vast, different... Um, mentalities that they have. Dara has the religious and Charlie is all science. Right. Like that was a scientific uh, situation that happened that you miscarried and whatnot. Um, it, I personally, like, I always find that Charlie and Abby relationship really interesting to watch because mm-hmm. you really don't know where it's going every right. episode. Could they be on a positive note this week? Could they be on a negative? And I think it's actually good that Charlie kind of, in a way, talks some sense more rational. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, Dara was pretty rational in his meanings and whatnot, but I think Charlie made the more sense. Maybe that's just my general opinion. Let us know. <laughs> it's my opinion, too. I'm yeah. with you, girl. <laughs> and I think that was just Abby cooped up by herself, feeling that guilt, and she had to tell someone. And I think she just right. told Dara out of convenience, maybe. It's like, girl, tell your husband. Charlie's busy. <laughs> He's working on the, you know, freaking project. Right, right. So, I mean, I can understand that, I guess. But um, let's go to Frank and Liza. Okay. Apparently, I didn't realize. I mean, we've we've had these last two episodes that it had a lot of flashbacks and flash forwards, and when I kind of messed with the timeline, just mm-hmm. in storytelling format, and I didn't really realize, or maybe just forgot that the fact that it's been six months, and didn't realize that Frank and Liza haven't talked to each other at yeah. all in six months. Was that a surprise to you? 
I mean, it wasn't a surprise, but I had to remember that. Like, mm-hmm. oh, that's right. Like, they really haven't. Because it's been, what, a couple episodes for us, like you said. Yeah. But for them, it's literally six months. Um, but I think it was good that they finally were able to see each other and kind of talk, even though it's not good that if Dara finds out. Right. <laughs> what did you think of their interaction with each other? It was very... You, there's it's so much awkward. tension <laughs> yeah. there. Um, obviously, we see Liza maybe somewhat bitter that the fact that there's they've been broken and well, more separated because mm-hmm. I don't think they have an official divorce. No. But they've been separated because of Frank. Right. And because of her position and what the information Dara has on both of them. I can see where Liza's just bitter, be like, why are you talking to me? You're the reason why I'm still stuck here. Right. And at the same time, she's like, I'm finally doing something that matters. Like, I'm doing And you're going to ruin it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I think I get it from that perspective. I get what she was saying. But, you know, it's Frank. Like, he still loves her. They still they still love each other. Oh, they do. Yeah. I think it was just, we love their relationship. Yeah. They love each other. We love watching them. Um, I think it was just more upsetting to watch them not really be buddy-buddy right now. Right. It's just, it's awkward. Awkward. It's awkward and weird, and we're not used to it just as general viewers. Uh, I think it's, it makes sense that they can't, no relationship is perfect at the Hill. Mm -hmm. And I I find it actually realistic. And I just want to watch more episodes of them together. Actually, you know, having more on screen time with each other without maybe getting in trouble. Right. Because they always have that lingering over. It's like, we can't even be in the same room. Room, yeah. Else they'll send us to prison, which, that's not cool. No. <laughs> Nobody wants to go there. <laughs> I mean, that's not fair to them either. And right. It's like, they, they need the proper amount of screen time and just relationship time to work out their issues. And they got a lot right now. (laughs) When they can't. Yeah. But um, what did you think of Frank just because these two scientists, we'll call them A and B dudes Uh because they had no names, they were assigned to Liza to get all these materials. I think they were GIs, weren't they? GIs, yeah. Yeah, two GIs, GIs. I think. I think he said two GIs. Two GIs. It was really quick when he said it. Person A and person B. B, exactly. (laughs) Um, Because they weren't really wanting to be a part of Liza's project. But what do you Mm -hmm. think of Frank and how he stepped up? He did. And you know what? It doesn't surprise me that he did. Mm -hmm. That just shows the love that he has for Liza. And he is excited that she is doing something she really loves to do and she's good at. Um, So I was really happy to see that he went and he picked all the different types of species of plants and all that just for her. I love it. That was so sweet because she she already had, um, she wanted calcium, iodine, rhodium. Those are just three of the things. Um, I think that really just shows like how much Frank loves her. Yeah. And how much he's willing to help from a distance, Distance. Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, It's like a peace offering. It is. He's like, we can't be together, but I'm still... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. This is as much as I can do for you right now. Um, Still endearing, still gives the audience hope Mm -hmm. they are going to get back together without being thrown into prison. Right. But um, I think the that leads us to the biggest crux of this whole episode, Meeks. Ooh. Ooh, we see, we. we see his actions and his past kind of just creeping up on him. Everything's just coming to a head with Meeks. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of just, like, Meeks' storyline? How I even love how they brought the Native Americans and yes. just witnesses 
And adding that extra pressure to Meeks' story. Right. What What did you think of this? I loved the fact that it focused a lot on Meeks and all of Meeks and all of us coming to a head. I do love the fact that they brought in the Native Americans because they did play a huge role on they the did. hill too. And just so happens that down in you know near the lake in Pueblo, one of their sons happened to see the spy. Yeah, Pablo. Yeah. The spy stuff going down. So um, I was really excited because I didn't know how are they going to eventually kind of catch that there was a spy or catch, you know, any of that type of stuff. And I'm glad that that's the way it came out. They found the box. They found, like, where the... There's the Hershey box. Right, the Hershey box. box. The Hershey bars with coded messages and makes handwriting with the numbers. Well, it had the code from Julius Caesar. But I actually... Oh, well, go oh, ahead. No, I was going <laughs> go to say, did you want Meeks to get caught in this episode? I or? did. Actually, I did. But I also realized we're only halfway in the season. If we caught him now, then what is the finale? Right. <laughs> I mean, it'd be, in a way, anticlimactic, unless it's, like, the real big climax of the whole season two story arc is the bomb instead right. of Meeks and finding But we know character. he's going to be at the test. Which we do, yeah. thanks to uh, flash forwards. And exactly. Whatnot. Um so I did just to see like where it would take Mink's character and how that affects just the whole project, uh-huh. how people would react. Oh, we have a spy. We have to change our ways and just the scientific of I mean, science mechanics of it all. Mm-hmm. I think that would have played an interesting part. Um, but I'm glad they didn't. Yeah. They're still <laughs> adding to that. But and we even got Nora's character really involved. What did you think of her and just how dark she She's is? She's so dark. <laughs> so dark. Like, she does not care. I mean, she's willing to kill whoever, whenever. Even ten-year-old yeah, kid. Ten-year-old kid. Here, take a pill to kill yourself. I have one, too. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. The plan A fails. Here's, Here's plan B. Yeah, literally. Um, but she, yeah, she's a very, very dark character. And... I think her opposite of Meeks shows that Meeks still has some, I mean, he has some humanity left because he's like, yes. you know, you can't kill the kid. It's a kid. Um, she also had a great line, too. But it's like did. one, what yeah. was it? I won't quote. She said word, something like, um, one, one Jap- kid, but one there, like tens of thousands Japanese. of Japanese. Right. I was like, yeah, yeah I know. It's like, darn it, she you're a bad a- character, but you're yeah. right. Exactly. Shoot, I hate it when good character or bad, bad characters, characters are, are right. right. Exactly. Um, I, I did like that. I think she plays an an excellent for us to Meeks because mm-hmm. just Meeks and his character and the symbolism of the word Meeks is like someone who's not strong right? and nor is we know she can stick up for herself she's a survivor she can help other people survive mm-hmm. and by killing other people no kidding and even getting to the point of orange soda for a little kid putting a pill in that I'm like don't crazy, do it crazy crazy do and it turns out that her dad's in on this <laughs> this this yeah. guy who shows up on screen and I I, I was watching it uh-huh. and I think I literally yelled out loud. I was like, "What? Yeah, <laughs> what? <laughs> father, father, yep. daughter. Yep, it's a father daughter duo of spies." So again, I think I posed the question a couple episodes ago when Nora was introduced. Mm-hmm. How many other people are spies on the hill? Or just in that vicinity. I think there's. I think there's kind of. There could be a lot. No, I think. I think it's safe to say there's three. Yes. With Meek Snore and now her father. Yes. Who else? 
I don't know. I, kinda, I don't know. I kind of think Crosley's doing something for. Oh British, yeah. yeah, for the UK. I don't know. Maybe side tangent. Let's get into Crosley just okay. a little bit. We'll we'll definitely get back to Meeks. But Crosley's still having these phone mysterious calls. phone calls. Yeah. But, you know, we're quickly broken up, and he's trying to make amends with Helen, which is still awkward. Yeah. It's like <laughs> Let it sexual go. tension, but weird, awkward situation. I'm like, I don't know if they're ever going to resolve that. I don't think so. <laughs> or because, I don't like, think so. you can't keep having them interact and not do anything. Right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, what do you think, now seeing these messages are still going... Do you still think Crosley's a spy for the British government or just a spy in general? Uh, I think he's. A, I think he might be a spy for the British government. British informant. Yeah, British Maybe. informant. Possibly. I mean, who knows? Ugh, I know. That's another question. <laughs> who knows? Maybe that'll we'll figure that out in the yeah. finale. But again, we I mean, didn't or get he that. Could answer. not be. He could be doing other work for what is it site x or whatever site x yeah but i have a feeling it has something to do with mm-hmm. him but being a spy that's still going still mm-hmm. unresolved back to meeks right uh so we have pablo who is taken in to try to dis- describe the physical attributes of the man he saw at night but the only when we saw the when the audience saw the drawing we only made out it's a male with a caucasian male i guess we can pretty much inference I from think that. what I think I th- it looks like Nora's dad um yeah you could be right I think it was him maybe because the only scene we had with Nora's dad it was more side profile dark lighting I didn't me personally maybe I just missed it mm-hmm. but me personally didn't really get a good you know view of his face full view mm. so I didn't I didn't even looks think ki- it, I don't it know. could be I thought it looked kind of like him could he be the guy that killed That's Fisher? what I'm thinking. I think he was the guy. Because you didn't really get a good look at his face and all of that through. Yeah, because there was a guy who strangled ago. Fisher and yeah. then he ran away. Exactly. It could, could be, be the him. father. Mm-hmm. Look at that. Did we just figure that <laughs> live on air? Live on air. That was such an organic <laughs> flow. I loved it. Yep. We're brilliant. <laughs> and watch, we completely eat crow know, like two episodes not. down yeah. the road. Um, that, that's a good prediction, though. We kind of jumped into that. But right. yeah, that would make sense. Okay. So yeah. uh, this kid. Pablo. In, yes, Pablo. I, I'm glad that Meeks decided to still help Pablo out. Me like too. even at the expense of he might recognize Meeks. But what was that? What did you think of Meeks and Pablo's? interaction where like oh meeks could call me out it's mm-hmm. just dramatic how they filmed it did right. you like that right well i liked the scene because i think it kind of you know brought meeks back into at least my good side for a little bit a little bit <laughs> you know for a little bit i was like okay there's a there's a good quality of him he doesn't want to kill a kid um but the way that they filmed it yeah i thought and automatically in my mind, I was thinking, because they set it up that way, that the kid saw Meeks, you know, with the box. But it turns out he saw the other spy with the box. Right. Um, so did we get it was a, very did dramatic. Did his name? The, uh, the, the father? The father? No, I don't think so. Okay. I think she just called we'll him call dad. We'll call Nora's dad. dad. <laughs> Nora's father. Nora's dad. Yeah, Nora's dad. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I liked how... Cinematography wise, they mm-hmm. showed it, 
It was a little too contrived, though. I think right. it was just like, okay, the audience like, dramatic pause. We get it. <laughs> he could call mix out. He was like kind of shaking, kind of like. Yeah, it was, a, it was a little, I felt right. a little too forced. Mm-hmm. I, I can, you know, obviously make that connection. Right. But um, great. It's great for storytelling, but a little too forced for that. Mm-hmm. Just in my opinion, um, but also Meeks is also affecting other people other than Nora and Pablo, but yeah. affecting Fritz and Jamie. Mm-hmm. First of all, they're so cute together. Are and I'm so happy that they're together, and not for long. I know. <laughs> thanks, Meeks. <laughs> Darn it, Meeks. More, more so. Thanks, Nora. Yeah, Nora. Ah, oh, shoot. But Meeks could have done something. Meeks could have done. something. He didn't have to go back. In but the play. instead, throw Fritz under the bus. Like Meeks, what are you doing? You're bringing other people down to your level, and you're now you're just completely lying to save exactly. yourself. Exactly. When he did that, my jaw literally dropped, and I was like, really, really. <laughs> You're going to try to bring somebody down to your level. Uh, the only confidant you've yeah, had this exactly. whole season. He's just the Fritz. nicest guy. He is. It's like no even, ego, no nothing. Just straight up personality. We mm-hmm. love him. How can you hate him? Even seeing the first scene of Fritz tonight, he's talking generally to Jeannie. We like, we want kids, but I can't have it. He doesn't have the heart to tell her. It's like right. there's still plutonium in me. Yeah. <laughs> that we, we might have defunct kids. <laughs> right. I understand that. But. The, so, and then I liked how their relationship is just evolving. They're like, they want kids now. Yeah. And then Meeks brings Fritz down with him. No so good. Well. Yeah. I was just, I, but you could tell that um, Jeannie did not believe, didn't want to believe at least Meeks. I don't think she did at the end. No, she said I don't no. Think so Yeah, either. she said no. Like, he wouldn't, he hasn't changed. He's the same guy. You've changed. You've changed. Right. And I liked this, and I loved how Jeannie, you know, already doubted Meeks so far. It's like, mm-hmm. no, you're lying. Fritz would never do that. She knows Fritz more than Meeks. But have you ever really seen a lot of on-screen time with Meeks and Jeannie to get a conversation such as this? Like, I don't know you like this. Like, right, right. Or like, no, I know I you enough to know that you're lying, lying to me. Right. I guess we haven't, I haven't really seen too much of just them two. Yeah. Just interact. I, I interact mean, that much at all, coming to think of it. No. I did like this interaction. I don't think it was um, earned. Right. In a way. I thought it was odd that she went straight to him um, and asked. Like, hey, didn't tell Fitz. Didn't go tell Did she find out because of the, yeah. the, the, what was it, the flute or pipe? Pipe The, the pipe thing. that yeah. Meeks was using during his play of the Mikado. Right, exactly. Smart on Jeannie to put two and two together. Yes. Um, She's a smart gal. I think my problem was, like, I wanted to believe this scene so much, and I actually did. Mm-hmm. If Had we seen more on-screen time between Meeks and Jeannie to have a more emotional impact, like, no... Mm-hmm. If they were actually generally friends, and then it came to this type of scene, and she's like, no, I don't believe you, uh-huh. it would, would have been way more emotional, or like the audience would have felt something, and I think right. it didn't hit as hard as it should have. Right. It was effective, but not emotionally warranted. I kept on saying, why go to him? Like, that was my whole, why, like, it didn't seem logical for, to me, for her to go straight to him, not tell Fitz, not tell somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Mm. Oh, just me. Mm. <laughs> but, okay, so we also see Nora. She's the one that's taking initiative on in all this. She just pops up out of nowhere. Like, this, she's like, you can't kill Pablo. You can't yeah. kill Ginny. <laughs> I have to do all your work. I'm yeah. the woman. Usually, that's how it goes. 
Yeah. <laughs> but what do we think of Nora now attacking Jeannie and doing Meek's dirty work? I mean, I didn't want Jeannie to go out that way. I mean, we don't know if I don't she's think out. Any of us want yeah. to. We don't know if she's out. Little cliffhanger. But um, yeah, Nora, she's vicious. Yeah. She just thinks, like, nobody's taking me down. I will do whatever I have to to make sure mm-hmm. nobody takes the plan or us down. Right. And I think that's also just her survival mode. And right. And just, like, the way her her character is conditioned to live in this situation. Like, mm-hmm. if anyone, despite it being a woman, despite it being a kid, if anyone can expose us, we have to take them out first before they take us out. Right. Because, granted... They are outnumbered. Yeah. They are in enemy territory because they're on the hill. Mm-hmm. But I I do like Nora's character. Just what she is, how interesting she can be. She can be good and endearing at some points. Mm-hmm. And right on when she's trying yeah. to rationale things. Like, yeah, gosh, I hate it when darn she's right. you. <laughs> evil characters who right. have actual logical reasoning. And But she's also just fun to watch. I think, I think that's a testament to Mamie Gummer. She's just... An amazing actress. Right, right. I mean, she has good acting genes in her. No, she's really good, and I like uh, the fact that she's paired up with Meeks. I think they're a good duo on screen together. I think so, too. Yeah. Um, it's very unfortunate she clocked Jeannie from behind. Very, very uh, sad, low yeah. point when you blindsides blindside someone exactly that shows weakness in a way that actually psychologically that shows weakness it does because you can't face someone face to face you do it from behind Mm-hmm. says something no <laughs> bueno um just a little bit about meeks's play though <laughs> what okay. did we think of that whole production just like the fun story about it i guess you could say did you like it? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't paying too much attention about the play itself. I, I mean, I thought it was kind of odd-ish, but, you know, eh. it was neither near here nor there to me. <laughs> what did you think? I think it was just funny, but I think the only purpose of the play is just to parallel what's going, going on, on with right. Nix's character. Yeah. He is the, I mean, he plays the character, the main character of the story who is sentenced, ironically, sentenced mm-hmm. to to be executed. Right. And then on top of what's actually happening in the hill, mm-hmm. his character is affecting other people who are being, in a way, executed. executed. Right. Um, I I definitely understood that parallelism that they Even the lyrics on. of the songs that they were singing. Completely totally, lined up. Yeah. Um, Paralleled what yeah, was going on. What, what were, I, I didn't write down the lyrics, but it's pretty much... Word for word, what was happening yeah. on screen, like death and <laughs> pairing. Yeah, oh. uh, I I liked that. That was, I guess, in a way, literature, artistic storytelling. Right. I like that for um, an episode. But anything else about this episode that we may have missed? Let's see. Do I have anything? Behold the Lord High Exit. 
execution. Behold Meeks. Yeah. I would not call him a lord. <laughs> no, but I think, you know, with that title kind of ties into everyone's, well, not everyone's, but a lot of the storyline that was going on, especially like Abby thinking she had killed somebody, but she hadn't, No, you know. Um, people executing other, other people. people. Right. So I think it was a very fitting title. Not only was it, you know, in the play, but. Oh, that's very true. Yeah. You know, I didn't really think about it. I thought more Meeks affecting other people, but yeah. Liza thinking she killed someone. Right. Frank and, or not Liza, but I'm sorry. Abby, Abby thinking right. she's killing someone. And yeah, there's a lot of deaths mm-hmm. going on in this hill. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know what? Let's get into predictions then. All right. So. All right. We're <laughs> <laughs> predictions. So, what do you think is going to happen? Do you think Meeks will be found out in the finale or sooner than that? Well, I don't think he'll be found out sooner than that, obviously, because we know he... I think the finale is probably going to be Trinity Test-ish. So we know he makes it at least to that part. Maybe there he gets discovered. Found out. Right. Um, Somehow. I don't exactly know how. But I think that's probably his storyline as far as that goes. I do think, and I think I said this earlier, that Darrow is probably going to investigate um, Oppenheimer's mistress and find out she was a communist. And that's going to set up Oppenheimer, because historically, after, you know, the whole war and after the Manhattan Project, you know, a lot of scientists were accused of being spies, and he was actually one of them. So Mm -hmm. I think that could be planting a seed for something. I like that. I Mm -hmm. like that. Um, I liked how... I think Darrow's, I mean, he, he's playing a big character already, but I think someone's going to call him out, or uh-huh. something's going to unfold with his character that puts him in a bad position. We also, I mean, we might have skipped a little bit, but we did see Darrow interact with Sinclair. Just yeah. his evil, more manipulative ways of weeding out people who he thinks are spies and aren't spies, and the fact that he made Sinclair do all this research just to prove he's not a spy. Mm-hmm. And did you think it was racial profiling in that manner, since Sinclair is literally the only African-American on the hill? On the hill, yeah. Um, It it could have been, but I mean, I got what Darrow was saying about, like, you know, you're going to cross your T's and dot your I's because, like, everyone's watching you Mm -hmm. since you are. So it'd be very hard for him to be a spy, whereas other people, it'd be a lot easier and they might get a little sloppy. True. Yeah. And, but but I, I mean, I guess in that case, it would be a little bit of ro- racial profiling. Yeah. And yeah. I like how Darrow tried to cover up the somewhat racial profiling right. from afar. Be like, no, I only put you on this assignment because you don't cut corners and you're an actually a good hard worker. And right. I'm like, sure, <laughs> butter it up. Exactly. We, we see what you're really doing. Yeah. Um, what do we think of this mystery man who kind of hits on Helen? Do you think he will play oh, a, right. a role, maybe another love relationship with Helen, someone who's actually good, who's into science, who read her thorium paper of right. 1938? But he's a he's a lawyer, so maybe he's just trying to butter her up. Because he has had his eye on her for a while. True. 
for I mean, a hot minute. So he, he read her yeah. paper. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, that's sexy in and of itself. So I think I think that'll go somewhere. There might be some sort of love interest. I don't know what his role in all of this is going to be. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. I don't. I can't predict that one. What do you think? I think he might play a bigger role because I think just the the lines he was giving his just his character. Mm-hmm. Um, he he's meant to lock up secrets, so I think he already comes with the past. He comes with a big secret that will be revealed. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see. I, I think I say it every episode. I want to just see explosions. Yes, <laughs> just test. We don't even have Give to get to the explosions. atomic bombs. Yeah. It's like I love the drama between everyone, <laughs> but just give me. Something. Yes. Yes. Some experiments. <laughs> but um, I and I think Meeks will actually murder Nora. Oh. It might. It might come to that. Yeah, I think. Like, yeah, it could. Because that would be an amazing twist on his character. I think they've always played up. Meeks is a spy. We know that, right? Is he actually? bad or slash evil enough to actually kill someone mm-hmm. because he's in all this to have a stalemate that would have no Nobody effect kicked. right and i think he might just everything might just like eat away at him to the point of where he physically kills someone and it might be nora that's a that's a good prediction i think i'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna hop on board with you on that one and that's then, a good one i could see that happening yes and then norris father's just gonna come in and stir more yeah stuff up. for sure i don't it's it's crazy thing that, that they'll reveal another spy sometime soon maybe Possibly. i mean they just revealed norris father right again how many people are on that hill that are spies i think if we have like five spies, it might just get a little overkill, diluted. Right. With okay, these guys are the spies. These guys are the good ones. I, <laughs> like I would, who's the scientist yeah. working here? Yeah, I would rather have the less amount of spies so we mm-hmm. can spend more time on them and build their backstory and their just character in them of themselves. And now that we have Nora's father, they're going to build up his character. Just give him a good, interesting story. Why he's involved? Well, how Nora got involved? Right. Um. I think that'll be fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. I want to know more about how they got involved, for sure. Yeah, so yeah. let us know, everyone who's listening, rating, commenting, downloading on iTunes, YouTube, Facebook, all YouTube. I think I said YouTube again. <laughs> um, all those fun social media platforms at AfterBuzzTV. Where can everyone follow you? Everyone can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at AlinaVision. That is A-L-I-N-A-V-I-S-S-I-O-N. Excellent. And you can follow me on Twitter at Serafini TV. Follow us all at AfterBuzz TV. Mm-hmm. And we will see you next time. Yep. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 